the college football experience, Iowa Hawkeyes at the Iowa State Cyclones game preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. Today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Visit PicksWise.com to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by underdog fantasy sign up at underdogfantasy.com with the promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in their best ball mania two for a chance at a million dollars. Got to do that. Also, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes. Us. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the app store or Google play store. SGPN is giving you a chance to win a hundred thousand dollars NFL week one exclusively on the SGPN app. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Iowa Hawkeyes at the Iowa State Cyclones game preview. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And I'm joined by my guy, host of the Three Dog Thursday podcast. Uh, give it up for TJ Reeves. He is going to be calling this game for Campus Media Network with Steve Berline. What's up, TJ? Always great to be with you, my friend. And especially when we have a game like this one coming in. I mean, we've had fun a couple of, uh, for the first couple of games of the season, first couple of weekends of the season, trying to figure out what's going to happen here or there. I got to give much love to my man, Colby Dant. You came on Three Dog Thursday, you came strong. With a couple of Pac-12 doggies, you and I agreed on UCLA. They won. You gave me the Arizona Wildcats. They got the backdoor cover with BYU. And now we're going to talk a little corn fed. We're going to talk a little heartland of America, a little Iowa, Iowa State, my friend. This is, uh, I've never called a game in Iowa before. This is going to be my first taste of anything like this in Iowa and I am told the Cyhawk trophy, the Cyclones and the Hawkeyes, this is bad blood rivalry college football. So I cannot wait to get there this weekend, but I can't wait to break it down with you here on the college football experience. Yeah. And what battle of Farmageddon, this has been a, <laughs> this has been one of my favorite rivalries over the past 30 years, man. I'm telling you, even, I know I was dominated it somewhat, yeah. but it's always a fun, entertaining game in my opinion. And uh, I look, you're going out there. I'm jealous. I'm going to hop in your luggage and get out there somehow, but you're calling it with Steve <laughs> Berline too. That's a blast from the past. Shout out to Steve Berline. It's a Tecmo super bowl player right there. And my brother, 
my brother NC Nick, I believe still has every time I go to his house, he's got this, this cup from a, a gas station or something like that, or maybe McDonald's or something with Steve Berline as a Carolina Panther. So I always say, Hey man, you got the Berline cup. I love it. So, so we got to get Berline to sign that somehow, some way, but yeah, I know the former quarterback, the former fighting Irish, the former Dallas Cowboy, the former uh, Carolina Panthers, you mentioned uh, does a great job. And he and I are anxious to see in particular um, what's going to happen here with Brock Purdy and how is he going to look in this game? Let's get right into it. Mr. Dant. He didn't look that good against Northern Iowa. And in watching that game tape, prepping for Iowa state and Iowa. If you're struggling with Northern Iowa at home, the Hawkeyes will lock you down on defense and Brock Purdy has got to be better uh, in in this game than what he was last Saturday, Colby. Yeah. And and, you know, it's funny me and uh, me and uh, Ryan real money Kramer here. We're on Northern Iowa plus the points because they're always chippy, man. Any of the Iowa schools will tell you this when they play that FCS Panther team, they, they will, they will smack you in the mouth. They'll play some good football. Um, But yes, Brock Purdy, is a guy, I mean, first off, he was missing Charlie Kohler, all American tight preseason, all American tight end. He uh, didn't play that game. I think that is a big, you know, a big factor in that game, but you're, you're a hundred percent, right? The Hawkeyes defense. I mean, just loaded up on Indiana. Michael Penix did not look like the Penix we saw of last year. And a, a lot of it really comes down to if, if Brock Purdy's going to be able to throw the ball, but also let's not forget Brees Hall. Brees Hall only got three yards of carry against an FCS defense. Uh, I think you should be concerned if you are a Cyclones fan because Brees Hall, this is a guy who led the nation rushing a season ago. It's, it's concerning, man. Uh, wh- what do you think was the problem against? Do you think they were just looking past Northern Iowa? Or do you think I don't this know is- if it was so much that they played tentative? Uh, I mean, I'll even say it: the the game plan and the calls in the second half is a thirteen ten game at the half for Iowa State and Matt Campbell. He had such a conservative game plan. I think Sean Hannity was even blushing. I can try out my comedic material, <laughs> can I, on the college football 100%, experience? 100%. Uh, that, was, that I mean, he had fourth and like a foot on his own like 42-yard line. 13-10 game, third quarter, got a chance to get some momentum. You got, as you mentioned, an outstanding running back in Brees Hall. Let's punt the ball. Let's give the ball back to Northern Iowa, empower them, give them confidence. There were a couple of other times where he's trying to run a screen or he's trying to run a handoff on second and long. And it's like, where is the open it up a little bit here? They, they coached and played tentative. I thought, I don't know if it was so much looking past them as it was kind of the old crap factor. This is still a game and they might beat us. Cause remember Northern Iowa had upset them about four or five years ago and always plays them tough. And I think they were kind of concerned as that game went on, they might lose to them again. But the important thing is they got the stops on defense and they got the win. Would you rather be Iowa state who didn't look good and got the victory? Or would you rather be Washington who didn't look good at home and <laughs> lost, for example, to Montana, Georgia tech, losing at home to Northern Illinois, a Vanderbilt losing badly to East Tennessee state. At least if you're Iowa state, you won the game. Yeah. Dundee, you won the game. And if you look back at 19 in 2019, uh, Northern Iowa took Iowa state to like three overtimes. They got the win there and then they ended up having a nice season. So perhaps that's what Matt Campbell's telling his team, but look, Matt Campbell's never beaten the Iowa Hawkeyes. 
never beaten him. Right. Year year one, he loses. I think what forty two three. Then the second year, they lose in overtime, forty four forty one. The third year, thirteen three. But that was a closer game than the score indicates. And then uh, the the two thousand nineteen season, because we didn't get this game last year, unfortunately, was eighteen to seventeen in a game that had a bunch of lightning delays. And I think if you'd watched this game early on, because it was a a big delay. Uh, Iowa state looked like the better team at one point, but then they ended up, that was at like noon. And then at like 8 PM, they finished the game and Iowa wins the game. So As the fans and the alumni tell the story 20 years later, man, we were kicking their butt <laughs> until it was eight o'clock and then it was 10 o'clock and then it was midnight and the game was supposed to be over with at three. Uh, I agree with you, but you said rivalry at the top of the show. It's only a rivalry. If Iowa state can win this every once in a while. And I was won it five times in a row and has dominated uh, the series and Iowa state is sick of hearing that, but it's the truth. It's not a rivalry unless you can win one or some of these and they haven't won one recently in Ames, but, but to, to uh, you had the hundred percent true there, but I wonder, we, we make fun of Brock Purdy. I get it against Northern Iowa, uh, an FCS school, but Spencer Petrus for Iowa, although he played, you know, turnover free football, which is kind of his MO uh, uh, going back to the second half of last season, he was still 13 of 27 for 145 for just five yards of completions, no touchdowns, no interceptions. I feel like people were outraged at the Penn state, Wisconsin, zero, zero halftime. Well, buckle up for this one guys. All right. Buckle up for this one's two good defenses, but I really think the key in this game is which quarterback is going to be able to, to take the shots downfield. I mean, Purdy struggled, but at seven yards of completion, Petrus had five yards of completion. That's almost that, that that's like air force stats. Um, what, what do you make of the quarterback battle here between Petrus and Purdy and, and Purdy obviously has the advantage and he's at home. You're right. Petrus more of a game manager and they love to use Goodson on the ground who did run it well last week. And the, and the big key last week is they got all over Indiana in the first half, two pick six touchdowns by the same guy uh, in that first half broke the game open. Now Petrus doesn't have to throw it, Colby, as you know, yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't have to go throw it 35 or 40 times for them to win. He became a game manager at that point. And I, you know, I love Kirk Ferentz. I've had the chance to deal with him on more than one occasion. He's been in Tampa. I, I, I do everything out of Tampa Bay. He's been in Tampa for the Outback bowl, been around him some there, been around him some too, in a, in a couple of BCS bowl settings. Um, he's a quality guy with the media and he always, I think the Iowa fan base has grown accustomed to, they're going to lose a game that they probably shouldn't lose, but they end up winning two or three of the important games, whether it's Iowa state or beating a Michigan or beating an Ohio state, they take that trade off. They lose a game or two that they're not supposed to lose, but they win two or three of the important games every year and end up eight and four or nine and three, uh, last year's shortened big 10 season. They're only six and two, but Ferentz is a solid coach and that defense came to play last week against Indiana. The Hoosiers could do nothing in that game. So if you're a Hawkeye fan, you gotta be, you gotta be happy looking at that, getting ready to go play at Iowa state. And, and if you look back at last season, I think they started out. zero and two ever since then, uh, Petrus has played, you know, mistake-free football for the most part. And I was cruised. They look great. I thought they were getting a little disrespected this year. Everyone talking Indiana. I was on the Hawkeyes last week. So look, uh, this line opened up at five down the four and a half. Now I've seen it at four. 
the Hawkeyes. I know you're calling the game. I'm not going to make you, you you choose a side here, but uh, I, I say until otherwise, you take the Iowa Hawkeyes plus four. Maybe, maybe Matt Campbell gets his first win against against uh, Iowa. But I mean, come on. The last time they played, one point game. Two times ago was a ten point game, but it was really a six to three game for like ninety percent of the game. And then the th- uh, three years ago was forty four forty one in overtime. I think you just got to take the points here. Maybe, maybe they're trying to bait us. I think until otherwise I'm going to take the Iowa Hawkeyes and I don't think you're a fool for sprinkling some of the money line. I really don't. So that's my play here. Look, I know you're calling the game, so you can't, you can't do this. I'm not going to put you on the spot there, but you are a bucks announcer at, at, at the same time they play on Thursday. Uh, what, what, what do you uh, quickly before you get you out of here? What do you make? What do you make of the game on Thursday? Uh, that, that is going to be st- some scene raising the Super Bowl banner for the Buccaneers against, oh, by the way, the Dallas Cowboys coming in. And I don't think it's an overstatement to say it is the most anticipated Buccaneer regular season game ever, ever. And they did wow. win the Super Bowl in 02 and came back in 03 to play it. But that year they started on the road on Monday Night Football rematching the Eagles. This is at home. This is Tom Brady at home against the Cowboys. So on a Thursday night standalone, so that's going to be something else to get my weekend rolling. And then I'm on a plane, all things being equal, depending on when they're hearing this, to fly to Iowa on Friday and be in Ames. Uh, Colby, Dan, do you realize they sold 50,000 season tickets to Iowa State football this year? They have never sold that many season tickets in the 62 or 63,000 seat stadium. 50,000 season tickets. Yeah. They want to see a win in the Cyhawk game Uh, against uh, Iowa. So it's going to be some scene on Saturday to be part of that. And Matt Campbell, I've been loving what he's doing, man. So in a way I'm rooting for him. However, I am on the Hawkeyes plus four. You heard it here first on the college football experience guys. If you're a first time listener, make sure you subscribe, tell a friend, uh, me, my co-hosts that are normally with me, Patty C and NC Nick, we handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game. We've been doing it for the past four years. never had a losing season. Yes. Each and every year we have been over 500 as a collective, but also independently as well. So subscribe, tell a friend, all of our picks are free via the SGPN app. Go download that app for free in the app store or Google play store. Uh, and you won't only get our picks. You'll get our articles. You'll get our content. You'll get the three dog Thursday podcast that my guy, TJ Reeves hosts. Great, a great podcast. I can't uh, recommend that right enough. here, right now on the college experience. You've already taken Iowa as the underdog and taken those points. We love that on three dog Thursday uh, here in the early season, especially with rivalry games, like what this one is. Uh, that's taking place. And we get some other rivalry games, Utah, BYU this oh, weekend, the Holy war, so, the Holy war. So I always love the chance to get on here and talk with you. And then also plug three dog Thursday, where we talk underdogs as well. But my man, Colby Dan two for three last week on three dog Thursday, you're already going Hawkeyes as the underdog here in the Cyhawk game. <laughs> they have played this thing 60. This will be the 68th time they've played this thing. And I can't wait to experience it and report back to the college football experience, what the Cyhawk trophy game is like from Iowa this weekend. Hey, I can't wait. Everyone give TJ a follow at Buck Sideline Guy. Buck Sideline Guy. That's B U C, not like the Milwaukee Bucks, like the Tampa Bay Bucks here. Thank you. And once again, he's calling from Compass Media Network with Steve Berlin. He'll be calling the Battle of Farmageddon. Check it out. TJ, we appreciate you hopping on the show. Uh, all right, folks, this is the college football experience. Iowa Hawkeye, Iowa state cyclone style. I'm on the Hawkeyes plus four. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.